0: What's up, everybody? It is Friday, July 23rd. You are listening to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. Pat had to hop on a bird to get to Cleveland for SmackDown. Tonight at 8 p.m. on Fox. John Cena, Roman Reigns. It's going to be a good one. Check it out. Darius Butler and Rapsheet. AJ Hawk also stopped by today. It's a fun show. It's a good feel-good Friday. Let's get to it.
1: Absolute chaos happening in the sports world two teams have left the conference in the big five college football standings Ooh. somebody that was a six-time champion and counting so we're getting the fuck out of this conference texas and oklahoma leaving the big 12 to go to the sec it's almost all but official at this point yesterday big 12 officials met on the phone talking about something and stuff Two teams, two schools, two administrators were not involved in that phone call. It was Texas and Oklahoma. This came just a couple hours after. It was rumored that Texas and Oklahoma had reached out to the SEC to ask if they could join the SEC. Texas and Oklahoma! Now, there's going to be a ripple effect here that is going to cause a lot of people problems. Okay, Oklahoma six-time champion. They literally uh, have... If they go and don't go back to the Big 12, they don't get that settled, which it sounds like they will not, and the SEC is a done deal for them. Oklahoma is about to do what Bret Hart was trying to do before that night in Montreal, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma said, we got your title six times. Six in a row. Six straight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, six straight, and we're leaving. Wow. Taking the championship with them to the SEC, the conference that has demolished basically everybody but Clemson for the last 15, 20 years. The rich get richer in powerhouses in the SEC, Texas and Oklahoma, bringing a lot of tradition, money, fans and everything like that couple good basketball teams down into the SEC. (laughs) And what does this mean for the Big 12? What does this mean for Iowa State? A team that hadn't been good for a long, long time. They get a coach. They become good. They got a squad. They're going to go. But the two big dogs, well, Texas hasn't won shit in a long time. They got Steve Sarkeesian now. Let's see if old Sarkeesian can somehow get Arch Manning to go there. Mm -hmm. And now that it's in the SEC, maybe – this has all happened. Arch Manning might have told Steve Sarkeesian, hey pal, if you want Arch to go, it's going to have to go down the SEC. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just throwing things out there, but whatever the reason is, the Big 12 now takes a massive shot. That's a big money, a lot of eyes. People are going to watch Oklahoma games regardless if they're from Oklahoma or not. They're one of the draws, and the reason why we're talking about this early is because anytime you do talk about college football, normally the ratings just go straight down mm-hmm. for this show. People like watching the spectacle that is college football. Not sure everybody loves the day-to-day conversation about college football, but this is a massive ordeal. West Virginia, the school that I went to. I did not graduate, but I got a chance to ride the coattails of incredible football players to magical moments, the biggest and the hottest run that that school has ever had football-wise. Uh it was cool to be a part of that. Go ahead and retire Pat White's number, Steve Slayton's number, and Owen Schmidt's number while you're at it and just continue to do that whole thing if you're West Virginia. But if you are West Virginia, you're trying to get to the ACC right now. Mm-hmm. And whenever the Big East disbanded and kind of fell apart quickly, just like the Big 12 might. I'm not saying – Big 12's been around a long time. It's one of the Power 5 conferences, okay? We're, I was in the Big East. We won four straight BCS Bowls, and then just a couple years later, boom – Big East doesn't even exist anymore. Now there's the Power Five Conference. All it takes is for a couple of schools to maybe move for everything to potentially get realigned. What's going to happen with the SEC? Who's going to fall where? Are Alabama, Oklahoma, and Texas, and uh, uh, anybody else, Georgia, are they going to run into each other ever? Are they going to realign this thing? What are the seasons going to look like? And with the 12 teams getting into the playoffs, there's going to be some more losses, I think. Two-loss, three-loss team maybe out of the SEC (laughs) might find its way into the top 12. And people are not gonna be happy about it. I mean, we are just staring that down. But what's gonna happen with West Virginia? Allegedly when the biggies fell apart and my information might not all be correct, but from what I was hearing, the ACC didn't want us. Whoa. Really? I think uh, if I do recall the ACC, and somebody will probably fact check me there, but I think the ACC was not about us joining the ACC. And then if you look right above us, the Big Ten is just basically all right there. Did the (laughs) Big Ten not want us either? What's going on? And then south of us is actually, I mean, ACC, SEC too. I mean, that's pretty (laughs) close. The only, if we would end up in the Pac-12... That would have been the only more interesting thing. When West Virginia ended up in the Big 12 and Oliver Luck made the deal and the move, I don't know how much money was involved. I've heard it was a lot. I was so confused. That is insane. It's an insane setup. Not a lot of Morgantown fans get to travel to a lot of games anymore. But business-wise, you know, we got into a Power 5 conference. We started doing well in that Power 5 conference doing our thing. But everybody's got to be wondering, should they be getting the fuck out of Dodge here? Iowa State should be like, we can get in the Big 10 right there. West Virginia is in the ACC already pretty much if we really need to make that happen and there's some other teams over there that they might start dabbling and dancing other Is this what this is going to lead to you have to automatically assume that the covid cowboy at tone digs your thoughts
2: yeah i already got to figure it figured out so the sec now has 16 teams with oklahoma and texas the acc has 15 they pick up west virginia they now have 16 the big 10 right now has 14 they pick up iowa state and say k-state now they have 16 the rest of those teams move to the Pac-12. They would have 17 teams. Maybe one team doesn't gets left out. We're all equal. Kansas, yeah, good at basketball, basketball, though. I immediately thought Kansas, but they're good uh, at basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: Football-wise, though. TCU, TCU. TCU. Kansas, TCU, Kansas State, small, maybe. Baylor,
3: Baylor's prior. Baylor's really good. Yeah. People are going to want yeah. Baylor, mm-hmm. especially with the basketball. <laughs>
2: But everything's even if you kind of do it that way. Plus, then there's just one extra. So then said. the Big
1: Twelve's gone. There's going to be some people that are going to mourn that. But the people that are mourning that are who? Texas, Oklahoma people, right? Aren't yeah, they kind of yeah. the original founders of this whole thing? And they're like, now nah, get us the fuck out of here. Okie State probably not exactly thrilled. They probably looking at Oklahoma mm. like you motherfuckers, yeah, because yeah.
0: that now they won't play each other. Well, they'll pr- they could still do like the Bedlam game, I guess. But it West it- Virginia Pitt. The- when they stopped once. Yeah, because
1: then the contracts start rolling yep. in, and then you start picking up games. It becomes like a whole thing, and that was a massive game. West Virginia, Maryland used to be a massive game, any border game. Virginia Tech, because they were in the Big East, and when they went to the ACC, everybody's like, oh, these are massive uh, rivalry-like games. Mm-hmm. Now, Bedlam's huge. Red River rivalry's moving over to the SEC. The right. SEC uh-huh. gets to market that now, too. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Which is awesome, absolutely awesome. The the SEC will try to get Ohio State, Michigan, if they can. We'll <laughs> yeah, really they will try to figure massive. that out if they could go for it. But yeah, now you're starting to see like three mm-hmm. power conferences go, mm-hmm. and then does that mean that the Cincinnatis and the Coastal Carolinas and maybe the BYUs have a better chance because there's only three, and then you can kind of separate from there? Or are we assuming that's just going to be five probably from one, four from one, three from the other, and it's just going to be status quo in this whole? Yeah, thing?
2: I mean you're like Cincy could try to leave the. AAC or whatever they, or like the 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 uh, Mountain West could try to pick up some of these Big Twelve teams that are left over to try to strengthen them. Like there's a bunch of different options. It's going to be exciting to see what happens. All
1: right, so let's say West Virginia Bales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Neil Brown, I trust the climb, but. I don't think we're going to be flying all that fucking way for these, this. No point in Texas <laughs> no. and Oklahoma, right? I mean, what are, Texas and no. Oklahoma are the big, they're the marquee people yeah. in there. <laughs> West Virginia as well, obviously. And I hate to break it to anybody else that's in the Big 12 who has a great fan base. Okay, I understand that. I got a lot of respect for that. But Texas and Oklahoma leaving is a fucking massive, massive shot across the bow <laughs> yeah. of credibility. Mm-hmm. Big I mean, time. it really is. Hate to say it, because I'm in the Big 12 at this point with West Virginia. we never played there, but I'm in there. The credibility now of the Big 12 is going to be called into question immediately. Can, were their contracts up at the same time? Can people just leave conferences whenever they want? H- and if their contracts were up at the same time, how did they let that happen that those two would be up at the same time? That's like kind of, you know, structuring the future of your business or company. Can't have that happen, all right? Can't have those two potentially be up at the same time. Like, is West Virginia locked in, or can we potentially bail before the season could, starts, too?
2: Could be like a Blake Griffin situation where they got to pay their way up. And the
1: Longhorn network, they yeah. don't yeah. give a damn. No, the SEC fine. network doesn't give a damn. They got money for days down there in the
0: SEC. Go ahead, Ty. But well, it, it, that is a good point, though, because. <laughs> I don't know. Like you would think that this is going to be wrapped up in some sort of legalese for like a long time. Like when it said, "like oh, this is basically already done." Like that—that that was very shy. I mean, it I know came out of nowhere, and they said they'd been working on it for six months, yeah. kind of like behind the scenes and everything. But you would think, yeah, that these contracts run through because, with like you're saying, without Oklahoma and Texas, like the Big 12 isn't a power conference anymore. No. It really isn't. No,
1: in Oklahoma has won six straight, okay? And Oklahoma's been the only representative of the Big 12 in the college playoff. So, I mean, this is quite a, from a football on-field perspective, especially with that freshman quarterback that is now going to be a sophomore, Lincoln Riley sticking around, turning down a lot of other jobs to stay there. Obviously, football-wise, you're affected by Oklahoma. Texas, Texas, all right? right. Texas has been, they, they've won games, but they have been a massive disappointment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So football-wise, definitely affected. But just like the... Texas, they—they're never not a sellout. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that is always. never not a sellout. Longhorn never is Oklahoma, that is never not a sellout. Mm-hmm. That primetime games are Texas and Oklahoma are going to get a lot more opportunities because of how big their fan base is. I mean, it is not just on the field—a massive, massive kick to the the baby maker—but yeah, also uh-huh. off the field with aura and presence and business. It's huge. This is a massive ordeal. Did West Virginia know about this beforehand, or the, or horns flying? <laughs> <laughs> harder than ever. You sons of bitches ruin the Big 12. We're stuck here for four more years and teams are bailing left and right. Is that what's going to f- happen here or how do they rebuild this? Uh,
2: from ESPN, they reported Thursday that both Texas and Oklahoma would likely owe the Big 12 upwards of $76 million apiece to buy out of the, remind, or the remainder of the media rights agreement which runs until 2025. So that $76 million
1: is coming to West Virginia but that, all that money comes right back to the other schools, right? Yeah, it should. So even split yeah, because I remember when we signed up, we were signed up for Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah. Times have changed now. Boom. Hey, we are in much different situations yeah. now than we were there. If I'm West Virginia, I'm trying to get to the ACC yeah. now, right? Back up. What are we doing? Let's get to the West. Let's get to the ACC. Is there anything negative that I am not realizing in my overreactive, short thinking brain? Why don't we just move? Why don't we just move that team that's right in the middle of just? Just drop them in there. And yeah. the ACC
2: now has sixteen even teams, eight and eight.
1: You're welcome. And our team's pretty fucking good, by the way. Both football and basketball and women's basketball. Mm-hmm. And and we have a lot of great sports. Rifle. Uh now nah, I don't know how the ACC rifle team is. Mm-hmm. And that whoever is the head rifle squad in the ACC, they probably have quite a problem with us coming to town. Sure. You know, because the big bad wolf on the rifles are coming to town. Of course. And we are now your champions. Oh, those are cool rings. We'll take them. Mm -hmm. That's what our rifle team will do if they drop in anywhere. But other than that, it's a perfect match. And by the way, great fan base they will travel hell i mean we got people in charlotte west virginia and charlotte it is maybe the same damn city that it's so many people let's get west virginia to the acc texas and oklahoma want to leave the big 12 there has to be something wrong with the big 12 because texas and oklahoma are the fucking big 12 if they're trying to get out of there we got to see the writing on the wall as west virginia we got to see this and get the hell out and Iowa state i don't like it you guys are good you got a coach somehow he's turned down nfl things you guys got to get into the Big Ten, by the way. Right I need right. you in the Big Ten mm-hmm. this year. Need this to happen. I mean, everybody else out there, K-State, got a squad. All right, we're moving a little bit. Okie State, is the mullet good or not? They were supposed to be great. The offense was unbelievable. The run game was good. Still never really won any big games. What's going on down there? Baylor's basketball team. Mm-hmm. That might carry them into the ACC as well. Maybe they even get in the ACC. Whoa, they could. Maybe Baylor gets in there because the – who knows? I don't know what they're going to do. So I, I, I'm I sorry to everybody else, but God damn it, the school – that I, the, everything's going to change from this. This is going to be a massive ordeal and if it's only 76 million dollars only that is a massive amount of money but if you put two to three boosters together from a big name yeah. school they're all billionaires 76 million dollars can be found very quickly if people are gonna start moving we might see that super conference we started uh, hoping for last year whenever uncle COVID came to town and some people wanted to play and some people didn't the people that wanted to play were all the great schools the people that didn't want to play Weren't really. Mm -hmm. So we thought there was a chance that maybe some Big Ten schools, whenever they came out and announced, would go down to the SEC and play. Ohio State was like, we're playing. Mm -hmm. Nebraska was like, we're playing. Iowa, we're We're playing. playing. And the SEC is like, we're playing. A couple Big 12 schools were like, we're playing. We thought we were going to get a super conference. And then cooler heads prevailed. Mm -hmm. Much slower in the Big Ten than everywhere else but we had that thing super conferences are not far behind we talk about super teams in this insta gratification society that we live in right now where we want to know everything right now we want to win everything right now we are all about right now players started getting like it i loved it it's like hey who knows how long your career is if you want to travel to a team that is good and win you deserve it it's your legacy that they're going to talk about whenever you retire did he win any rings oh yeah 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 he did but remember you play with good players to win those rings that's a lot better conversation than did he win any rings? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> so there's There's a lot of po- uh, a benefit of just going to these super teams for players in the NFL, in the NBA, in everything like that. Now we're seeing it kind of reach a conference place where it's like hey we have the oppor- uh, opportunity and the ability to create something that nobody else can let's go ahead and do it 76 million pay me get me the fuck out of here 76 million pay me get me out of here what other teams will look to do that to go elsewhere what other leagues are going to be trying to maybe uh, pry or, or recruit some schools yeah. to there the Pac-12 is basically dead like I, I hate to say it about the Pac-12 because Pac-12 after dark is a good time and I'm sure their schools and campuses are awesome and we've learned a lot about some of their water polo schools oh, yeah. and everything like that over there in the Pac-12, but some of those schools might get plucked out of there too. Right? Are we looking at an inevitable super conference or super conference I, uh, two of them?
0: Well, you made the point and I think you're probably, like, do you think the other teams in the Big 12 today are like panicking kind of? Have to be. Like, yeah. have to be. I, I would imagine that a lot of them are thinking, hey, that $152 million that Texas and Oklahoma are using that is going to be spread amongst us. Like, Hey, th- that's just a nice little pool for when we're going to fucking buy out as well. Like, d- I mean, we don't know, but a lot Who collects
1: of, all that money. Then just the commissioner of the big 12. Cause if everybody bails and has to pay, who's left sitting with the money. It divvies
0: it out to everybody split in the, over yeah. the For the remaining teams
1: So like let's say the teams That kind of and we're thinking only Athletically but mostly that's where the conferences Matter I mean although the money and paycheck Go to the entire school and everything And there's a lot of money made from the Academia folks off of the Athletia folks uh-huh. and that's, Is Athletia something? Yeah that's a word Because they say academia Is Athletia something? I don't think so No it's got to be Is it just athletics? Yeah, but it's also academics, right? Why is it academia? That's a good point. Sit on it. Because hmm. the academia have been making a lot of money off the athletia for a long time. <laughs> a long time. But they never want to really talk about that because it is a university. It's furthering your education. I it's it. about the academia. But really, it's not, though, when it comes to a lot of the money that is used in a yeah. lot of the classrooms. There's a lot of other shit happening in the money. So you were saying, like, maybe, what, so if five teams stick around, they'll get all that money? So if it's a waiting game almost at this point, like, all right, if we just hang out, we'll be able to collect everybody $76 million. And does everybody have to pay $76 million to get out of the contract? That's the shit that we got to dive into over the weekend and maybe figure out college football is going to look mightily different. Yeah. But... That's not the only... Hey, Nick, you got a fact stat?
4: No, I, I was just going to throw uh, a suggestion. And if you're talking super conferences, how far until you just maybe make another division? Like you had Division One, then you had Division One AA, or FCS, or whatever it is. Take all these elite teams,
3: these teams everyone wants to see, and make a, a division of their own. Oh, their you, own tier. He so, wants to do what the Euros did. Yeah, super League.
1: Uh, super so League. You have Capital One get involved? Absolutely. Yeah, they don't have to earn their way into the playoff. We'll just have the playoff every single week. Boom. Boom. It's the play. It's actually, we'll call it the champion Division I championship. And then Division one. how you doing?
4: Put <laughs> 25 to 30 teams in there and let them play each other all season long.
1: Yeah, and that's like, that would go against everything the old school, you know, college. In West Virginia, whenever I got to school, I don't think would have been invited into that D1. And then we would have went on a run, just like in the... Uh, in the March Madness when a mid-major goes. Mm -hmm. I think that is why whenever you open up the playoff, that is like the exciting thing that maybe some team that you never expected gets in there and inevitably probably loses by 50 to 60. Sure. At least. Maybe to 70 depending upon who they run. But if they just start creating different divisions, how do they then not just – because some company would just have enough money and they'll just pay for these schools, and then now all of a sudden we have professional college football. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you get a couple schools – You got everybody, basically. Yeah.
3: Do you think like... Everything
1: could change from this. This is so dramatic. We are acting so dramatic because this is a big deal. We've seen this in every other walk of sport, basically, where people are making decisions more so for the moment. What can we do? And seizing an opportunity than they used to in the past. Uh, We got a couple years. We kind of sit on that. Now it's like, no, we'll pay that now. Let's get out of here because we can see that it could be awesome right now. This could be awesome right now. It seems like people that normally are very future thinking or... uh, Uh, high-level thinking individuals like people that would be making the decision to just opt out of the conference that you are the champion of and you represent basically to the whole world and just going elsewhere and paying the money for it, that's only going to lead to more. Because if Texas does it and Oklahoma does it, who knows who else is potentially going to think about doing it. There's a lot. There's a lot that could happen because of this.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, and like you were saying, I mean, I don't know about the the Pac-12. Like, that might be dead. They might have to absorb, like, the Mountain West. But... Who's a, I mean, USC. What if they're just like, ah, fuck it. We want to be in the Big Ten. We're done with the big. We're done with the Big Twelve.
1: <laughs> and that athletic director over there, by the way, is a mover and a shaker. Oh yeah,
0: big uh, oh, bone, yeah. right? Big, big bone. Yeah, oh, big bone.
1: bone. Yeah, Dick Bone.
0: I believe I Dick Bone. So. Pete Bone, maybe. Uh, uh-huh. Dick Bone. Dick but Bone. I think it's Dick Bone.
1: I think his name is Dick Bone. <laughs> I played catch with him.
2: Yeah. Close,
1: Mike Bone. Mike Bone, right there. <laughs>
3: okay, B O H N. B O H
1: N. Okay, Mike Bone. Good guy. Mike Bone was good guy. He's
0: throwing seeds to you.
1: Yeah, hey, you say all the league uh, clipboard quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got an arm. Yeah. yeah, he could throw. He could spin it a little bit. He said he thought whenever he was at Cincinnati that he had one of the best balls maybe as an athletic director across the country. Whoa, he could spin it. We were playing catch. They were very nice, by the way. He was all about whatever you need to win. Mm-hmm. Like that is why uh, old fickle loved him so much. He was whatever you need to win here. And then that propelled Cincinnati into going like almost undefeated a year or two. And then all of a sudden he's at USC. I don't know if, you know, new stripes can change the animal or not. Sure. I don't know if the new uniform could change the bone, but I know inside the bone is like hey let's go play and let's go win. Because mm-hmm. I think even when the Pac-12 was thinking about suspending the season or whatever, Mike Bone, very new in there, was like, nah, it ain't happening. No way. Hey, we are. So I think if, like, USC gets a little bit greedy, and by greedy I mean, like, looking out for themselves, mm-hmm. which probably should do now that you see what could potentially happen, they might be looking to get out of the Pac-12 because there's a lot of stadiums. Pac-12 is awesome, okay? I'm not saying that there isn't awesome situations in the Pac-12, but I'm just saying as a whole, normally the thought is, okay, there's no fans. Uh, they were able to, they were going to suspend the season there wasn't much backlash at all it almost feels like and this is just strictly from a football world the Pac-12 is the bottom of, of the power five Yep. well
0: even a couple of the teams were flirting around with like the, hey we might have to like get rid of the I mean, remember we went oh, to, yeah. we went to stanford and it was a thursday night game i can't i can't remember who it was against maybe ucla i mean it was a decent UCLA, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah a decent pac 12 game beautiful night and they were like 14 yeah, 14 people in the stadium I Legitimately
1: mean, was, 14
0: people And then last year Utah they're one of the best teams In the Pac-12 they were saying like their Athletic department couldn't operate during COVID like they couldn't pay anyone like they Were talking about having I mean like You know if, if there are troubled Waters out there like they, they might Yeah mm-hmm. USC and Oregon just being like Alright fuck it let's get out of here Where are we on? Where's
1: Oregon going Big Ten
0: Why not I hope not
1: That trial would be worse than West Virginia to the Big 12 Oregon Big Ten would it be Oh yeah, Oregon's way over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: very far.
1: Can we get a map up here? Can we get that uh, the Big Twelve map back up here?
2: This is saying TCU, Baylor, and Texas Tech have reached out to the Pac twelve. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. TCU is not going to go to the SEC, right? No No way. (laughs) Baylor's reached out. Baylor, by the way. So that means Pac twelve would be a buyer, is what Gumpy's trying to say, as opposed to a seller. Oregon's way down yonder, huh?
3: way way up up there top left
1: oh yeah so that'd be a hell of a hike yeah that'd be quite a hike but they're gonna be a hike wherever but Oregon needs the Pac-12 then to stick around because if not they're gonna have to travel unless unless the Big Ten decides to make like a, a bracket where they pluck and pluck and they have, like, a two division. See, odds, I feel yeah. like the
0: Big Ten's going to hold out. They're going to do whatever they can to just wait until they can try to get Notre Dame. Like, you guys brought that's in Nebraska,
1: they, right? Didn't they, yeah. That's the most recent is Nebraska. Nebraska Rutgers. and then Rutgers
0: and Maryland.
1: Maryland. Yeah, you guys brought in Rutgers out of the Big East, and I don't think you wanted us. What's that all about? I don't, What's know, that I don't know. We been were being good.
0: good. I know they wanted but the New uh, York. York market. Yeah, we don't have that. No, we <laughs> oh, no, no. I think Kansas has
2: reached out to Big Ten already to try to get in there.
1: What's Rock Chalk, Jayhawk? They still got a basketball team? Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Very good basketball team. This year, yeah. apparently,
2: there's going to be the one. And so are they
1: all making the calls like right now? I would assume so. For this upcoming season, though? Like before school starts, these people I, are all trying see, to change it. See, I thought Texas and
2: Oklahoma was, since the schedule's already set, that it had to be next season, right?
1: Yeah, it would have to be, right? Uh-huh. Then what unless,
2: is ba- unless this upcoming basketball season it starts. But I'm saying for football,
0: which we care about.
1: Yeah, but then after that, there's a spring uh, season of something, probably. Oh, yeah, baseball
0: and soccer, field hockey. There's a bunch of shit. So
1: when is the right time to move, I wonder? Is there a right... This is a big fucking decision.
2: Summer when school's out.
1: We're talking about it more than everybody else, I think, because there's so much other stuff going on in the world, which we have to get to right now. Devontae Adams is not going to be a Packer after this year.
2: Yikes.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: That might be incorrect, but all signs are indicating that Devontae Adams and the Packers were in great conversations about a negotiation for an extension with one year left on his contract as a Green Bay Packer, and now being talked about by everybody as top two wide receiver in the NFL. Not two, is what everybody is mm-hmm. saying about Devontae Adams alongside Aaron Rodgers, who whose future is obviously a massive question mark. Those two have to be tied together, though. Aaron Rodgers has no idea what's going on with the Packers. The Packers have no idea what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. The Packers trying to negotiate with Devontae Adams. Who knows what the deal was? Somebody alluded to how the Packers normally make offers and what their offer probably looked like, as if it was maybe not as good as what Devonte was expecting or could see elsewhere. Devontae's people and the Packers have ceased that conversation. Trouble, waters in Green Bay continue to pour in. Owner of the Green Bay Packers, Ty Schmidt. How's it, uh, how's it going? You got A.J. Dillon still. Yeah, 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 hey, you got yeah, Big yeah. Bob Tunius, You're Jordan, you locked up. Jordan Love. Sure. Offensive lineman. The yeah. defense is still pretty good. You, you can't be all down in the dumps, but boy, it has to be an interesting feeling knowing that you could have maybe the number one and number one guy in two pretty pivotal positions. <laughs> pivotal positions. <laughs> two pivotal positions. You could have the number one guy. But it seems like because of maybe behind the scenes stuff, you're probably out of that for the future of the Green Bay Packers. It's a shame, man. This is a sh- I love the Packers. This yeah. Is a shame.
0: yeah, not going to have those two guys uh, after next year, you know, which it, it hurts. But what do you like? I mean, what? why would Devontae Adams re sign with the Packers if he doesn't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be there?
1: Never made sense. Just like whenever he was talking to Derek Carr and uh, like, oh, I love love Derek Derek. Carr, my best friend. Love playing. Derek was like, oh, he'd be great over here. People like, he's going, uh, he's going to go to the Raiders whenever he becomes a free agent. Then he had to address that. He was, uh, I think, he like was pretty nonchalant. Was like, no. And then people started talking about, oh, he's going to stay with the Packers. And our first thought was, he ain't going to sign his thing if he doesn't know who the quarterback is, right? That's not something he's going to do. That wouldn't be a smart money life everything decision for Devontae to do without knowing who the hell the quarterback's going to
0: And from what we've seen, he said he wants to and deserves to be paid like the top receiver in the NFL. And it said like the Packers aren't willing to make him the top, paid receiver in the nfl so it doesn't like there's i mean that that's kind of just the end of that right like there's no wiggle room <laughs> yep. there that's so. kind of the end of that <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so i mean i don't know we'll we'll see my worry now is that if they really don't know if rogers is going to show up and like they're thinking like okay he actually might not show up that they might fucking trade Devonte before the season starts you know because it's like all right well if we're going to lose him after the season anyway we we might as well try to recoup some of his value i mean i, I didn't even think of that uh, That worries me quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah, that that should worry. Because you trade him, then there's obviously no No. chance that.
1: Right. Now, Gunther Kunz and Murphy are in a bed that they have created, and the people that were there before them have created, okay? They have to do this. But it is not a good position to be in, and I don't know how they get out of it. There's a lot of personal shit they got to figure out, as well as the professional stuff. I doubt it, though. I mean, hopefully they do, but there's not a lot of time. We have some big news for you yeah yes. your favorite men's healthcare brand roman is now available at walmart roman's Ooh. non-prescription products have got you covered with everything from sexual health to- aaron you're about to get back in the game by the way Hell let's yeah.
4: go should send him some we should
1: at, or just send them to Walmart because it's available yep. there. Roman and yep. Walmart. And everything from sexual health to everyday health. Your well-being is important and taking care of it should be simple. Now you can add to cart in real life. Ooh. Roman now available at Walmart or in your area. Let's go take care of it. And also, special. Roman condoms are new and exclusive to Walmart. You won't find them anywhere else. Designed ultra-thin, lubricated for pleasure, and FDA cleared because safe is sexy. Oh, yeah. Roman swipes are an easy, discreet way to delay ejaculation and increase sexual stamina. They're fast acting and your partner will enjoy them too because there's no pass along desensitization if you use it as intended. Longer better sex with Roman swipes, Roman condoms keep you safe and also they got testosterone supplements, they got hair supplements. Roman has everything to make you the best you possible. Visit your local Walmart store today and check out Roman's line of men, healthcare products, all clinically tested make you best you possible. Joining all of us now in the attic in Ohio, college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. Yeah! A.J., what up,
4: dog? What's happening, man? How's the show going?
1: The show's not bad. Uh, Darius Butler came on, and uh, we talked about, you know, Cole Beasley, he and some others who have deleted tweets have kind of been the face of the NFL players and maybe even staff or anybody else. That's like, we're being forced to take this vaccine and we are not happy about Mm -mm. it. We are not happy about it. Darius Butler uh, is no longer in the NFL but has a lot of friends in the NFL. He actually said that he put the tweet out about the... Forcing of a needle into an arm of a player after he got done FaceTiming with a 25 year old who's in a league that he's probably mentored for a while. It was like, ah, they forced me to do this thing. The more memos and more protocols are coming out, the vaccine is going to have to happen for every player in the NFL. But Florio's come out and said, hey, there's one team that says, there's eight players that said, we ain't never going to do it. Seven of them. One of them's kind of not worth a fuck, but seven of them. <laughs> seven of them are regarded as too good to be cut. We're staring down an inevitable situation here, I think, AJ. It is, this is not going to go away because the NFL is sinking their feet in more to say, no, everybody's going to get vaccinated. And then I think, and I might be wrong here, but this is just kind of like a psychology thing. I think that is then for the pillar players that are like, we're never going to do it. That might sink them in more too, right? I'm not 100% sure, but we might be, We might be staring down an interesting situation here. Oh, I mean, yeah. This is something that's never
4: happened before in professional sports, and hopefully we never have to deal with something like this again. But, I I mean, it's a no-win situation wherever you are. If you're an athlete, if you're playing. like, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know because football players play football. That's what they specialize in. That's what you would be an expert in. So when you start diving into everything else, I'm like, I – Where do you look for answers? Where do you look for the truth? I have no clue, man. That's why I I try to stay out of it. I don't feel passionate enough about anything really to argue with people, but especially in this situation, I do. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, that's the right answer for you to give. Uh, It's the right answer that I have given numerous times, but there's a lot of people that are super passionate about this. And I think you would understand this. We're talking about as we were coming back in, I think the reason why... Some players were going to, and I, I, I tried to say this when I was talking to Darius, like there's going to come names that are going to come out that are going to be uh, not wanting to take the, va- I don't think they're anti-vaxxers, by the way. I, I think, I don't think that's the case, but not wanting to take this particular shot yet that are going to surprise people, maybe politically, like everything. I think there is, each situation is legitimately its own situation. Oh, Situations are somewhat situational. Always situational, especially in this situation. And I was talking to them. Some guys, you know, your body is your tool if you're a professional athlete. But some guys view it as like, hey, a full temple. Everything that goes inside of it is monitored, weighed, checked. Stripped, everything is in there. Their body, the out this much, you do this much. There's so much science, both nutritional and physical science out there. Russell Wilson has five people that are work around him when he's on a Peloton with a mask yeah. on. There's, so, there's people out there that are the professional levels. I think those guys are potentially going to be some of the guys that are like, you're not shooting anything into me that... And then what if their doctor or their nutritionist or their trainer is like, no, nah, we don't know anything about that. That will not mix well with blah, 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 whatever you got going on. There's a chance that this could be a real fucking problem solving. I hope not. I hope not. I hope we're all safe. I hope we beat COVID yeah. Yeah. in the next day. Hell yeah. I hope we eliminate COVID within the next day or two. Well, Hell yeah. yeah, get that D to see us never. You yes. know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Get that Delta strain the hell out of here. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking happens. Obviously yeah. that's what I hope happens, but I don't think that's happening from what I've been told. Uh, I might be wrong and we are gonna stare down a vax, non-vax, seventy million dollar fine potentially for one another billionaire thing. This is gonna get wild.
0: I mean, are the and these guys who like do you think these numbers are gonna change at all? Like if there's seven or eight guys on that team, and we know those guys aren't ever gonna do it, but if it's like that on a couple other teams, like and they're like, are these guys just going to decide in a week or two? Yeah. like, If you're a bubble hey, guy, get vaccinated now. Hey, if
4: you're a if you're a role player or a bubble guy, I would imagine this will force you to get it real quick. If you if you have been somebody that is holding out, because the GM even says, yeah, if we had to choose, right, we would choose a vaccinated player for the team.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. So what did the guy that's going to decide whether or not I work as an insurance salesman say? <laughs> he said he would cut me if I was not vaccinated. Yeah, I'll fire you. Okay. Yeah.
0: Can I find? Schedule
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, Right now. Give me three of them. Whatever. (laughs) I'll take three. That's That's what happened yesterday. That's what happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. But the ones that are the seven guys that are too good to be cut, guys. What team? What team is that? Well d butt said, I know what mm-hmm. team oh, yeah. it is. D Butt said he knows because he's Do talked right to now. a lot of guys around. You can start speculating on who it might be. But allegedly the team that's in the city that we're currently in, the vaccination rate of the team is so the low the lowest in the NFL, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's like one of the one or two of the lowest in the NFL. That team's very good contenders. And if it's below 50%, you have to think they'd at least have some important players on there. Seven is a lot, though, in the game of NFL. Seven studs is a big
3: deal. Especially if it's your quarterback. I mean, with when Denver had to roll out uh, Kendall Hint- Hinton or whatever the hell that guy's name was, that was, like, embarrassing to almost to watch because it wasn't real football. Like, if you don't have a quarterback, you're absolutely screwed. Today they
1: added that if you're unvaccinated and you miss a game because of it, yeah, your play bonus, nothing, games played bonuses, nothing, you don't get paid, I don't think. If sorry. Hey, sorry about it. <laughs> where does that money go does it go back towards the salary cap no that money goes to uh the foundation that they give from all of our fines (laughs) where the fuck does that money go i mean you would think
4: you would if you could find you could at least try to allocate where that money goes a little bit i mean you could you could vet it so guys can't take advantage of but yeah you would think
1: that's what we've been fighting for for a long time like okay at least let us and then let us have it as a write-off too Because it's it's money that you were taking from us to donate. But instead, I don't think I mean, I have been fined and I was not asked where I wanted the money to go. And I I did not write it off. CFO film might have tried. They take it out.
4: (laughs) No, they take it out of your check. So you would have to, I think, write a check to them to make it more legit to write it off.
1: Yeah, whatever the case, the fine money, where the fuck does it go? This unpaid money for the non-vac, where the hell was that go? Does that just stay with the company then? Does that stay with the team? And is that probably go to the, oh, that goes to the payment of the other team if they lose out on a game, $70 million. Uh, probably. That's going to be a big deal. This is going to be a conversation that's not going to stop. We could talk about this literally for the next two hours. We have Ian Rappaport joining us in five minutes. We might ask him about that, but there's some other NFL news we have to hit before we get with Rap sheet. Ben Rothersberger has come out on the record and stated that his camp is him, his wife, his trainer, and his agent. Ain't nobody talking to anybody. Now, we learned a lot about Ben because a member of his camp him told his testimony to a church on Zoom uh, that immediately got released the next morning by Adam Schefter because somebody from within the house of the Lord on that Zoom decided to strip Ben of all of his privacy right. and ruin his life. That was where we learned <laughs> about Ben's forearms and everything of that mm-hmm. nature. Uh-huh. But this offseason, yeah. just a week ago, we learned that Ben was eating stricter than Tom Brady, yeah. that Ben Roethlisberger knew his weight was a problem, it's what he's focused on since the beginning of offseason then we were told by brooke that he didn't make any drastic changes so now we're starting to wonder the shirt that ben wore to camp that said different written out on there in that jawline we could see is that just a fresh fade in a fresh cut beard does he not look different at all was that us just believing and buying into the stricter diet than tom brady ben roethlisberger spoke to the press afterwards no we don't have it there it is now it's up and we have it
2: there, there are reports coming out of my camp and my camp is my wife my agent and my trainer and I know that none of them talk to that person so I'm not really <laughs> sure where that information came from um, but like I said naturally you do you, you you work on your diet you work on exercise and you have to do everything you can to get yourself ready to play this game um, at this age and um, for this many years you, you find ways to do it but some things get exaggerated a little bit yeah. from <laughs>
0: golf analysts
1: so no and so, he didn't... Hey, from the golf analyst, we didn't change... The shot, right? We didn't change anything, and I didn't talk. So, that was just a... That was a troll-breaking news. It's a shame, though, because I thought we were going to get a new banner. We getting... Uh- we gonna no. get the same old no.
2: That's, and ben. that's fine. I mean, he's consistent, Pro Bowl, or two times Super Bowl champion, three times Super Bowl. I'd be fine with the same old Ben led the league in passing two years ago. Yeah, I'd take him.
1: Okay, eleven wins straight. Sorry, eleven zero. You take him.
2: I mean, let's. Everyone forgets that last year he was coming off a of Tommy John season, did not have an off season. Ben's got a full, normal offseason. But nobody
1: really had an offseason. He might have had, like, a better offseason than everybody because he actually had doctors around him in the quarantine.
2: He couldn't throw, though. No, Tommy John couldn't throw.
1: I thought I saw him on a basketball court. And he He was on a plane. No. 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 Wasn't he throwing a towel at some point? I was Jameis. Yeah. I'm sure... I thought they all do that, every quarterback. Yeah, yeah, it's easy because it takes a little strain off your arms a little bit less. You still got to get through it because the towel uh, won't pow if you don't. Mm-hmm. The towel won't pow if mm-hmm. you don't. Because if you just accidentally it, won't pow. But if you throw it, that thing will pow. You
4: know what I mean? <laughs> pow. Got to snap it, right? You got to get that snap.
1: Pow. Yeah, because it, it doesn't really – I, you were one of those guys, weren't you? Oh, oh, oh
3: yeah. Wow. Never. He, yeah, but you were. Not yeah. yeah, you, you definitely, were. You
4: had the old Sandusky snap, I bet. it. <laughs> oh, so no, I didn't play <laughs> that, any of the locker room not. games
3: in any of the sports that I played. AJ there. has an actual name for the move that he has. I didn't know that. Yeah, he just and called it the Sandusky yeah. flop. I mean,
4: honestly, I just came up with that as you were. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Buddy. okay yeah. pal. Ah. You think I'm snapping dudes? What what am I in seventh
0: grade? I'm snapping dudes with the towel. Were were you in seventh
1: grade? Were you doing it? Because if you're doing it in seventh grade, I believe you were probably doing it as an adult. Mm Carried on. Yeah.
0: And if you weren't doing it, General Bob was definitely snapping butt cheeks (laughs) in the locker room. General Bob. I cannot
1: speak for Bob.
0: I cannot (laughs) speak for his
4: shenanigans. But uh, no, I didn't take open showers in seventh grade, so I couldn't be snapping towels.
1: Oh, okay. Respect. The. I saw one of those lead to a quite an interesting physical. Real, uh, is that a real, right?
4: A naked fight? Yeah. No.
1: I've seen numerous naked fights. Too many to. <laughs> I mean, just it's unbelievable. I walk out. I got You got to back out when that happens. I'm like, I'm not getting to between. It is. It, and I think Pat Anger came on and told the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pat Anger and Dwayne Allen got into it one time. And, uh, <laughs> the way Pat Anger tells it is he was on the wrong end of that whole thing. But I think he was trying to get an arm bar, he said, or something <laughs> like that. Oh. But it was a, uh, that was an awesome one because that was one of the only fights I've ever seen that immediately upon it ending, by the way, immediately upon it ending with. People trying to help break it up, but kind of. I mean, there's arms flying, and there's just body parts everywhere. They laughed about it immediately afterwards because everybody just started dying. Like, are you two fucking kidding me right now? It was a... Ian Rappaport just called me. Oh, no. Uh Rap sheet. Is he on? Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, uh, he might have more stories of naked fights. Oh, but the towel whip is definitely something that started one or two that I have seen in my life. Those are not my shenanigans, but if it is your shenanigans, you know that fisticuffs could follow immediately. Joining us is a man who probably has never done any of the things that we just spoke about because all he does is get the information we need to know. From the NFL Network and NFL.com, the host of the canceled show, Rap Sheet and Friends, oh, ladies oh. and gentlemen, Ian Rapham. Rap Sheet, what up, dude? I got a second.
5: Are you trying to tell me that you think that I've never had a naked locker room fight?
3: <laughs>
1: huh. Yeah. yeah. That would actually be true. Yeah! I I didn't want to judge you too much, but I feel like I got a pretty good read on you at this point, like pretty good. I I feel like I know where you're sitting on most cases, but let's dive into these things because I know you have a very busy day and it's only getting busier with every protocol that the NFL sends out about the money in life that the players are going to lose that aren't vaccinated. Is there any end in sight for this? There's, Florio said, or put out a tweet that there's seven good players, two good to be cut players on one team that say they're never going to get vaccinated. I just talked to Darius, Butler, who has friends in a lot of locker rooms, and he said, Hey, there's a lot of good players right now oh, that yeah. are saying no. This is going to be a standoff, isn't it? Does the NFL understand that and expect that? You think? Uh, yeah, I would
5: echo that, by the way. Like, there are some superstars who are saying, as of now, they are not going to get vaccinated. Could that change? You know, possibly. I think what's going to be interesting, guys, is you get to training camp and you see the unbelievably different life that players are going to lead who are vaccinated compared to unvaccinated, like players like to go away during the bye week They like to go sometimes to tropical places or whatever it is. Um, they're not going to be able to do that if they're unvaccinated. Like they're, those sorts of life things, we'll see if those change minds. But, you know, look, I I think the NFL, me, a lot of people would like everyone to get vaccinated for a lot of different reasons. But it, everyone doesn't have to get vaccinated. There can be star players who are unvaccinated the point is you have enough you know you have sort of the herd immunity of the nfl where you have 85 percent of the players enough players who are vaccinated to where even if someone a star who's unvaccinated gets it it wouldn't spread in a way that would negatively affect the team i think that is sort of what the goal is it's not i don't i don't know if anyone believes 100 percent that every single player is going to get vaccinated you just need enough
4: so if if they do have 85 percent i know that that has been thrown out there. Do the unvaccinated players still have to follow all the same protocols and masks and
5: social distance?
4: Okay. Yeah. And and then like,
5: forever? You know, it's, it's uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, it's really like masks and, you know, you have to socially distance and meetings and like, you can't see family members on the road. I, you know, where you, you're flying accommodations are drastically different. It's life will be very hard for unvaccinated players.
1: And that's the goal, right? The NFL's goal was to get everybody vaccinated by making the life absolutely miserable for whatever reason. And that's because they don't want any, um, There should be no reason a game should be moved or a game should be missed. Is that what the NFL is thinking? And if it's because of our own decisions happening in our own buildings, we are going to make people pay for that. Is that what it is? And when did they come to this decision? Was it after the date where guys could opt out and make money for the season, $350,000 on purpose? Or did the guys know that these protocols were probably going to be coming whenever they opted in to the season?
5: Well, it is the NFL and the NFLPA working on a lot of this together. Now, what came yesterday was from the NFL, but the NFLPA came out and said late last night that a lot of these, these things that were in the memo yesterday were actually on the books last year. You know, like if you – let's say you miss a game because you, you have COVID or you're on the COVID list, you don't get your per-game roster bonus. Like that, was, that was on the books from last year. Now there's some things that changed, uh, a forfeit possibly being in play – obviously that changed. They're not The inability to add a 19th week, um, you know, obviously it was sort of the news yesterday, but a lot of this stuff was on the books last year. It's not like it has drastically changed. It's just, it kind of came up again because I think you do have players who are saying, I don't want to get vaccinated. Why are you forcing me? And then they see the rules and they're like, you're not forcing me, but you're coming very close. And to me, it's sort of like, you know, No one has to get forced to do anything, but if you're not going to get vaccinated, you have to understand the reality that has set in. Like, People can do what they want, but the NFL also, and the NFLPA together, can also do what it wants as well.
4: Ian, what about something, I think that you're the one that broke this, that reported it earlier, that uh, Devontae Adams and the Packers that talks are dead, basically. Do you, did yeah. something happen to hold them up, and, and do you see them, like, is this going to drag on?
5: It's going to drag on. And I actually don't know when talks will be restarted. And that's what's kind of interesting here. Uh, is that the Devonte Adams bobble?
1: Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. I figured this is the reason why that stopped.
5: I thought that too. But that is actually not the case. I, in my head, like, I knew they were having talks, but I didn't know how serious they got because I thought Devontae wouldn't commit to the Packers until he knew about Rodgers. But they were having serious negotiations without knowing Aaron Rodgers' status. Uh, the problem is Devante Adams wants to be and probably should be the number one paid receiver in the NFL. This guy should just host the show, by the way. Number one receiver <laughs> in the NFL. He and the Packers in. are not willing to give him what DeAndre Hopkins got based on new money. Um, so they broke off talks Monday. Everyone kind of waited to see if they would restart. They have not. There's no end in sight. So those two sides are basically nowhere.
1: So does that mean that you're assuming or under the thought that this is the last season for Devontae and he's going to go to free agency? Is it like, did it end bad, you think? Or is there like a, I want this, we're not going to give you this, there's no deal ever in sight? Because I think the way I read it was, okay, so he doesn't know if Aaron's going to be there and he's going to be a free agent. They won't pay him that. Somebody will. If Aaron was there, wouldn't he ought more likely be like, okay, I'll take a little bit of a discount if I know that the MVP of the NFL is going to be there? Does it feel as if, it feels, in the way you tweeted, it sounded like it felt that way, but there's a lot of people like, kind of counter-argumenting that. You think Devontae Adams and the Packers are going to split, huh? You feel, yeah?
5: Um, I didn't think so. If you asked me two days ago, I would have said absolutely not. Now, I, I honestly don't know because they could franchise him next year, but the number's really high. It's like $20 million or something. Uh. So, you know, what the Packers have done sometimes is they waited the guys to get free right up against free agency. They did it with Aaron Jones this year and then strike a deal. Sam Shields, I think, got kind of a similar deal. The Packers have waited, 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 and then done deals. They also will negotiate through the season, as what happened with uh, Bakhtiari this year. So I wouldn't say it's like over, over, over. Um, But him becoming a free agent is way more viable and realistic now than I ever thought. I'm like... I was actually really surprised by this news. I will say that.
1: Okay, let's dive into the last little piece of information here that could be breaking news or consider breaking news from you. Michael Thomas is getting surgery on his ankle. He's expected to miss time. Didn't he have an ankle injury last year? Did he get surgery in the offseason? Did they push this surgery off? Because now, no Drew Brees. They had to lose like six people on the defensive side due to the salary cap. Michael Thomas is out to start the season, and they don't have a quarterback. What the hell is going on down in New Orleans?
5: Sean Payton is a great coach and we will potentially find out this year. So here's what we know about Michael Thomas. The plan was for him to have a minor ankle cleanup right after the season. What I found out actually late last night was that in June he had a major ankle surgery. So it was to repair torn ligaments in his ankle, about a four month recovery. So what you're looking at is missing the first several weeks of the season, maybe be five, six, seven, something like that, if everything goes Jeez. well. So either he put it off, put it off, and had surgery in June, or he's had two surgeries. One was early, and the other was in June. I know he needed the surgery, so this was not a decision from Michael Thomas. Like it, he had to have it. The timing is unfortunate, but he had to have it. Um, you know, you hope he comes back stronger, but this is absolutely going to test the Saints and Sean Payton and Jameis or whoever the quarterback is. Like really, just. Uh, difficult situation in
1: New Orleans yeah he's top five player and top five wide receiver in everybody's conversation Michael Thomas down there and I've seen a couple situations like this before where somebody's had to correct a surgery after getting one and rehab maybe wasn't going exactly how they thought it would be at this time and then you find a time where you're like if we don't go now we're never going to get anything Pretty unfortunate. Maybe yeah. we'll learn more as it goes on. Although HIPAA violations are a real yeah. son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Go
3: ahead, Connor. Yeah, sheet. the uh, Browns are reporting that they're going to extend Chubb and Denzel Ward before Baker. Is Baker's deal going to be you know, closer to the 30 mark where like, Wentz is, or is it going to be as high as like, a Lamar Jackson?
5: It's hard for me to – well, first of all, I, I believe that is the case, that the Browns are looking at potential extensions for Chubb, uh, and Ward now before Baker makes sense. You know, I, I don't think they have anything to decide on Baker, but more information is not bad. Like I think it's okay to do the extension next year as opposed to this year. I don't see any quarterback taking the thirty million dollar extension. So to me, Dak signs for forty. You know, my guess guess is that Lamar and Josh Allen both come in over forty million. So if you're Baker and you wait a year, and let's say the Browns go deep into the playoffs again. Last year was a good season for Cleveland. Like, he's going to be asking for the same. So, you know, we're probably talking in the low 40s if he gets an extension. It's a lot of money, but as I always say, like, it's the only thing worse than having to pay your quarterback, like, $40 million is literally not having a quarterback to pay. That's probably the worst case scenario.
1: Yeah, I think so. Or pay your quarterback and then. The coach and the quarterback hate each other just a year later and you got to ship them off to Detroit.
5: Not
0: fantastic.
1: Go ahead, Ty.
0: Rap sheet, going back to Devontae Adams, is there any chance you think the Packers like, trade him maybe midseason or at some point because they know they're probably not getting Rodgers back, so there's a good chance they're not going to get him back anyway so they could recoup some of his value? In any
5: other situation, I would say that actually would make a lot of sense. I just, if you're the Packers, and let's just say, like let's say that, Aaron Rodgers plays this season for the Green Bay Packers. That's what we think. We don't know, but that's what we think. Well, then they're going for it, right? You're going to try to win a Super Bowl. You'll figure out what happens after the season, after the season, and whatever. Well, you're not going to trade your best receiver midseason. You're just going to ride it out. You're going to go for it. You're going to hope you get it. And then if you're facing a massive rebuild without your top quarterback and top receiver, like, that sucks. But, you know, maybe you'll have a Super Bowl kind of in the background to help you deal with it. So I, I think this year – If this is the last year in Green Bay with the whole band together, um, then I think they really are going to go for it and load up as opposed to kind of unloading first. They don't
1: do that. Yeah, they don't do that. That's not what they do at all. Big Ben Roethlisberger has lied to us. He didn't change his diet. (laughs) What's that all about? You don't think he looks different? Yeah, I think he looks good. It might uh, might be a good haircut. And whenever I looked at him for the first time, I was in the mindset that he changed his diet to be better than Tom Brady's, which is remarkable i thought i found that to be absolutely befuddling but he did it and then he just said no nah, i didn't do anything what are we talking about here <laughs> Sam ben roethlisberger's back
5: i mean i actually looked up online i heard earlier in the off season that roethlisberger his die and i looked up online and there were four different times over the last like 15 years that there had been Roethlisberger changing diet stories, so I'm like, yeah, I'll just leave that alone. <laughs> oh, Ian, <laughs> come
1: on, come on. Ian, I'm yeah. sorry.
5: Good. I mean, I'm ha- he looks great. I'm happy for him. I, I like Ben.
1: But what, What's next for you? I mean,
5: uh, you know, i tell you what, what. One of my friends texted me after seeing the picture. Brady should walk into training camp with a shirt that just says, same. Whoa. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> that would right. be
1: quite a dunk on yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, in- yes. That
5: would be, be quite a dunk. No, here's what I'll say about Ben, though, in all seriousness. I thought last year he looked not obviously great at the end of the year, but a year from surgery, really major surgery. I think this year will be better. Like I think, and the Steelers should be a really good team anyway. Like I think he's going to have a better physical year this year than last year, just because he's a year removed from that major surgery. Like I, you know, diet wise, I don't know. The guy looks good. You know, if you're into, if you like big dudes. Um, but I think he's going to have a
1: good year regardless. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a tough division. We'll see how it goes. Can't thank you enough. Good luck on TV. We'll, we'll watch with bated breath for the news you're about to break inevitably yeah, immediately uh, upon yeah. getting off the show. Ladies and gentlemen, host of the canceled show, Rap Sheet and Friends, Ian Rappaport. Yeah, thank, you,
6: Rappaport. thank you, Ian. You didn't deserve you. it.
1: Have a great weekend, dude. Uh, a couple quick things before I got to bounce out here, AJ. Um, the ticker alluded to it earlier, but this is a big deal. Huge
3: massive Huge. the Seattle
1: Kraken kicked down the NHL's door just a couple nights ago with Chris Fowler Marshawn Lynch Sean Kemp and the boys Oh yeah and created a whole new team they stole Tanev From Pittsburgh Penguins, obviously just months after me falling in love with him because he was the fastest guy we fucking had. He's gone. He's there. (laughs) Hello to the Kraken is what everybody was saying. Hello to the Kraken. Washington football team. There was a lot of conversations about them changing their name. Is that going to happen? This is absurd. A franchise changes its name this far into an operation, into an organization, into a a legacy and everything like that. But for the betterment of everybody's happiness, have to do it. Nobody ever expects it to happen, but this is a massive ordeal. And the Washington football team knows that it's a big decision and knows that people are going to get pissed off regardless of what they call their team. With that being said... In the city that I'm about to hop on a plane and fly to, literally in 30 minutes or so, hop on a bird, fly over to this city. What once was known as a baseball team from Cleveland in Chief Wahoo, Uh Mm -hmm. they are now the Cleveland Guardians. Wow! Let's go, Guardians. Go, Guardians. We got the Guardians of the Galaxy. They fucking hold it down. Hell, yeah. We got two Guardians on a bridge that goes into Cleveland. They always hold it down. Now the Cleveland Guardians about to take the diamond by storm. When the Guardians show up, they're going get, to get, 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 get after it. <laughs>
3: after. Hell, yeah. They're
1: going to hold it down. As uh, Ohioan, AJ... How do you feel about the Guardians' name? This came out of nowhere. I don't even think they did a focus group sample thing. Nope. The double G's around the ball. Hey, this is a two-seam fastball coming right at your fucking face. It's Guardians. (laughs) It's Guardians. We're coming at you, man. I mean, it is wild that this – this is real. This just happened. Uh, Yeah. And this is what Cleveland's probably very pumped up about going into tonight's SmackDown for sure.
4: Hey, but, okay, so why do they do it in the middle of the season? Baseball still has plenty of months to go, right? They, they really found
0: impressed. the
4: right answer. Yeah, yeah. They, they hit. So are, they, are they still going to start wearing these uniforms? Like, yes, no. have to. Now
0: this year. is for 2020, the twenty twenty two season. What? Yeah, so they will remain. Uh, actually, I don't know name wise. I think they will remain the Cleveland Indians for the rest of this mm. year. And Chief Wahoo, still and, be. Yeah, and then starting next year, Cleveland Guardians.
1: Hey, is Chief Wahoo going to get a Jeter like salute? I hope he better. I want to see hat tips all around the parks. Yeah, hell of a run. Now the Guardians are coming in and fuck a fucking clean house. Obviously, the Cleveland Guardians are in the... AL. AL. And that means they have to play against the... <laughs> Not the Pirates until the World Series. That's what i am saying, yeah. <laughs> so we'll run into them in the, the, yeah. in the World Series. But if they get past the, the Boston Red Sox... <laughs> oh, yeah. Guardians was a wild name. Wild. But once they... You know, a lot of Cleveland bloggers started, like, tweeting at me and telling me that... Uh, actually, Guardians are on the bridge that goes right over the stadium. Yeah, okay. Pretty cool. sweet. Cool. Pretty sweet. Are they going to have that like go right up from the belt buckle straight up? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Pretty cool. See? Pretty, cool. It, <laughs> Pretty
1: like, cool. it looked like a Blue Origin. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, kind of. The spaceship. Wear, yeah. Yeah, I just think they do that whole thing. Like, do the whole <laughs> oh, Guardian man. thing right up from here, right up the Happy Trail, right up to the chest.
0: That yeah. would have been sweet. And the name Guardians is okay. The logo they decided Double to go G's? with is fucking as Mickey Mouse no! as it gets. You don't
1: like baseball. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, 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 look, because the crowd, you know what the crowd's going to do? Crowd's going to go like this in the stands. They're just going to hold up their hands like oh. this. They're just gonna, ah. oh. Fastball, fastball. Two seamer, two seamer. Hey, I say guardy, you say ins. Guardy, ins. <laughs> guardy, ins. Yeah, Cleveland, are you with me? Woo! <laughs> gonna sleep but I'm not sure if this guy did a lot of that last night. He was in the trenches. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, nine-year NFL vet and host of the Man to Man podcast and everything DB, ladies and gentlemen, Darius Buckley. Yeah! Hey,
6: Hello. hey Hello, you, fellas.
1: What are you? You, you just called like the dumbest dude on earth yesterday. Oh, you don't Man, even know what you you're know, doing. I, I,
6: I was smart. I woke up yesterday smart. By about 10 p.m., I had CTE. <laughs> you know, I was just stupid. I'm an egg type I'm all these different things, man. It it was wow wow last night
1: i saw your tweet and as soon as i saw you put it out uh the nfl is dead (laughs) ass wrong with that new memo they sent out to teams today what's new though basically forcing these needles into players arms at this point every player personnel should have an actual choice in the matter they are sending a clear message today darius butler played in the nfl for nine years has a lot of friends that are still in the nfl a good representation of the people that come from the nfl darius butler one of the smartest players to ever play very accomplished well respected by Everybody he's ever been in a locker room with Whenever you say what you just said You're reiterating something That it's not just Darius Butler's thoughts There's a lot of people in the NFL That are feeling this way And I think the biggest thing about this is There's people that I've seen on the internet That are as far right as possible That say these vaccines are going to kill you Then there's people as far left as possible That I've seen politically say I'm not going to be the research Experiment for these things. This is not yeah. like a political thing. There is no one way or, or the other way. It seems like everybody's kind of running their own race in this thing. But you saw a lot of heat, which we knew was going to happen because oh, yeah. th- this is something that we haven't had to experience. How does this get figured out? And do you think, just like I do, the NFL is only going to push up those things even more? And they're just, you're just going to be hey, you're either getting here or you're getting the hell out.
6: Yeah, I mean, they, they pretty much made a stance where it's kind of get down to lay down, and um, you know it, it's. It is, that's it, it, I stepped in a hornet's nest, obviously, but that's how a lot of players feel. And I got reached out um, to by a lot of players, um, you know, like, damn, you know, pre- really appreciate you speaking up. You know, we're having these conversations in the locker rooms. And, you know, I, you know the Colts being one team, you know, they're, they're one of the least vaccinated teams um, in the league. And once again, I'm not telling everybody not to get the vaccine. Like, that's literally your choice. I, I got close friends, family members who have it. And, um, you know, obviously I'm team science, I'm team safety. I want the, the science to play out. I'm just not comfortable getting it yet. And I'm, and it's a lot of other people who feel that way, especially a community of people who are young and extremely healthy. So when I'm talking to guys uh, FaceTime at 25, 26-year-olds who are already making certain sacrifices uh, when it's going into the season, they're already living their life differently with the experience of last season. You're a professional athlete. You're going to put yourself in the, in the best position possible possible to perform um you can still catch it you know being careful and all that obviously but these people and now you're being like literally bullied into like getting a shot that you don't want to get yet like i I don't feel like that's right and that's my personal opinion a lot of people feel that way and um a lot of people feel like hey you're an idiot just trust the science just trust the doctors the top scientists in the world they all came together they came up with it they've been studying this for decades which is all true but these are the first trials in human. And, and it's just one, and I honestly, I didn't mind the yesterday. I didn't mind a lot of it. A lot of it was dialogue that I think should be have, should be had more on a public platform. And I think you'll hear, because people are afraid afraid to speak out about it. People are afraid to get canceled. People are afraid to do whatever. I, you know, I don't really give a fuck, but you know, we're going (laughs) to talk about it. And, um, and hopefully it plays out and everybody's safe when we get over this. Uh, We've all been affected by it. And uh, once again, I'm team science. I'm team vaccine. I hope it works. But if you look at the timeline of every vaccine, every pandemic or epidemic, like where are we in this timeline with COVID? And um, that's why some people aren't as comfortable as others to getting, you know, getting the shot. And that's cool. You get the shot. I'm not trying to convince you otherwise, but I just don't think you should attack people and, uh, Cyber bully people When they speak their uh, opinion But you know it's part of it And um, you know it is what it is That's the internet
1: basically in a nutshell Anytime you say something that Resonates with a lot of people Which I think like everybody was attacking Cole Beasley Right Cole Beasley was getting attacked heavily Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley Cole, Cole Beasley this, Cole Beasley that And I'm like I'm thinking to myself, I send a text to somebody in another locker room and then a text to somebody else in another locker room and somebody else. I'm like, hey, you guys got any people in your uh, locker room that feel the same way as Cole? They're like, do we? Yes. (laughs) They're like, do we? I'm like, yeah, okay. So then
0: uh,
1: I started thinking, then I started sending out more messages. I was like, hey, who are are the players that that are again? And they're like, hey, Pat, it's spans. It's people from, uh, and it's just like the NFL, by the way. The NFL is a melting pot. And when I realized is it's not who a lot of people think are potentially it's not a lot there's a lot of like oh that even there was one stat that came out that said it's
6: coaches
1: it's you know
6: big names people you would never expect to be like hey I know uh, you know owner GM I know you want everybody to get it but you know guys that aren't even high on the totem pole but nah like I draw a strict line a strong line here and that's you know that's cool it's it's, you know it's, it's a medical decision like and I feel like up until this point That's always been cool. It's always been okay to take, you know, to to, you know, go through your own process or whatever that is. But now it's like, hey, and I understand it from the point, from the standpoint of, hey, you're being selfish, and there's others, and and it takes all of us. Like I get that part of it, but um, the science is still, you know. You know, we, we, we're not sure how, you know, vaccinated is still being impacted in certain ways, unvaccinated are. So it's, it's still a lot of things that are playing out. And I know a lot of people feel like they have the answers, but honestly, two years from now, we'll have a lot more answers than we have today. And regardless of what side of the fence you're on. And, um, you know, that's that's just a part of it. But well, um, That's the interesting
1: you know. thing, though. Whenever you said regardless of the side you're, of the fence you're on, like, I think a lot of people are normally staring through a fence at somebody on the other side, having to potentially be standing next to them. On it. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why do you, you're, like, it has been fascinating for me to learn who is for and who, it is very much an individual's, like, very. We'll never know. We'll
6: never know truly who, because there's a lot of people probably on TV who, who feel like they have to say things or they're afraid to say other things because of the attack that will come with it. And it's a lot of players who will never speak out publicly because you don't want to be a distraction in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a bad team. You're going into a season. Obviously, everybody's trying to win a championship um, and things along those lines. But And then if you're in that locker room, like, how do you – I, I kind of remember it, it's kind of some feelings of, like, 2017 with like, you know, some guys were kneeling, some guys weren't. It was guys like, dang, like, you know, how, how is that balance? You know, what's right? What's wrong? What sacrifice am I going to make for my family? Am I going to, you know, so it's it's a lot of, it's a tough spot to be in as a player. It's a tough spot to be in if you're in the public eye because, you know, your opinion does have reach. And I like I said, and I want to, you know, make that crystal clear as well. I'm not on here using my platform saying don't get vaccinated. Don't trust the science. Don't do this. I'm all for the vaccine. I have close, close friends, family members who are vaccinated, and I am team science. I'm team vaccine. I want it to work. I want it to be right. Um, But I I also respect others' opinions that say, hey, you know what? I'm just not ready. I'm not comfortable with it right now.
1: Yeah, it's it's a wild time to be alive, and we will talk about this not just two years, five years, ten years from now. And uh, I think... I am very much a person like, oh, yeah, do you. You know, I'm like a big, big do you guy. I'm a big, hey, do you. I I don't know your world, why you want to feel that way. I obviously, uh, you know, getting back into arenas had happened, and there's obvious positives that come from that. But then every day it feels like we're learning about different stuff as well. Who knows what this is going to look like a week from now, two weeks from now. But I appreciate you going out and saying, listen. This is how some people yeah, feel yeah. because there's normally a time where people feel that way. They will not come out and say it. You definitely, yeah, it, it you was, ate was, some bullets yesterday, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, I, can I, I was feel thinking, it. but
6: it was literally right after one of my guys FaceTimed me, like with the bandaid, aid, like, bro, they got me. <laughs> <laughs> they got they me. Got me. <laughs> like, you know, 25. He's been tested, you know, all greens, never got it, wears his mask, does all these things, and he's, you know, he's got it. So, um, and, and with the and it didn't make sense to me from this standpoint. Even the NFL, you had a 0.08 positive test rate um, last year. You didn't cancel a game. We got the entire season. We got the Super Bowl with no vaccines, with the, you know, uh, COVID running absolutely wild around the country, around the world. And then the following year, with the vaccine, with other things in place and now you're 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 coming with these treatments. so it just didn't make sense from that standpoint either but you know it's the NFL it's it's their private business and you know you you got you got a choice guys you can just say you know fuck you I don't want to play football anymore
1: Well, DeAndre Hopkins put that tweet out and then deleted it. He said he doesn't know what his future is like. There was others that deleted tweets after saying things, I assume, because the team reached out to him and said, hey, 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 let's calm it down (laughs) here. We're going to figure this whole thing out. But one report came out and said that there was seven to eight like pillar players yeah, uh Florio uh says on Pro Football Talk, per source one NFL team has eight players who refuse to ever get vaccinated. Seven of them. So there's one of them that's like just hangs around. <laughs> Seven of them are regarded as too good to be cut. So there's a team out there that the NFL oh. is gonna stare down, by the way. So we don't know who this team is. We, oh could, I got we, a, I got
6: a, I got a very good idea of who that team is. Okay, okay so Darius
1: knows who very this team good is. Idea so if this team, team it, I'm Zoom call right now. It, if this team is a real team, though, the NFL is going to have to stare real this team, th- contender. The NFL is going to have to stare this team down. Then, and th- th- this team is just going to step because he says who refused to ever get vaccinated. So these people, these players, heard that the team could potentially be fined seven million dollars. They heard that they might have to do meetings from a Zoom call. They might have to get tested every single day. Do the whole thing, not be able to be at practice, and they're like, yeah that's cool with me I'm fucking doing it seven of them what team you don't have to say the team but that's a legit story and is that happening in numerous places where there's a couple guys you think
6: it's happening and like I said it's kind of similar to the 2017 like you know because typically you know a lot of you got friends on all the teams but a lot of locker rooms aren't really talking to each other especially going into a season but this is one of those things where it's like number one okay where the fuck is the NFLPA on this and okay this is where they stand okay cool like Let's talk about that, and then we feel strongly about this over here. Uh, who else? Who else is out there that feels this way? We obviously can't send it out on Twitch, so now you kind of go, got to go through the back uh, channels and get connected. Different and people having these conversations, and lawyers are getting involved and things like that. But um, it's just questions that people have. Um, it's like you know, because you saw you know, it's just a lot of questions. Uh, it'll, it may get a little messy. It may not. You know, we you know how these things go. Money talks at the end of the day. And guys obviously want to play football. And the NFL is doing what they feel is right as far as a business standpoint. But these are, like you said, these locker rooms, like these are people. And people have various uh, feelings and thoughts and ideas when it comes to things like this. So when you got a group of, you know, seven, eight guys who are really your guys, that dramatically changes things when you got a couple guys around the roster there to sprinkle. Because we know how the NFL works. We can just get that guy out of his cut. But if it's the starting quarterbacks, uh, you know, starting – DBs, linemen, things on that line, like, you, you can't go into a season without that. So um, it's some, it's some real concerns, and, and it's some real players and, and, you know, good teams that are involved, obviously.
1: Well, and the thing, the leaders, the good players are the leaders. They kind of set the term for everybody else, too. So if there's seven of these eight. Pillars. Guys, huh? Pillars. Pillars, yeah. If there's seven pillars of your team, the younger guys see them, and they're like, All right, so we are going to say, fuck them. All right, that's what we're going to do. Like, that is a big deal. This is going to explode much like your timeline did yesterday. We appreciate (laughs) you every time. I I
6: hope not. I hope not like that.
1: Hey, well, we, yeah, well, that's the world, though. It's going to happen, especially with this. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler, thank you, too, buddy. We missed you you
3: down here, buddy. See you. Bills
2: Bills Mafia is not going to be happy with those seven players.
3: That sucks that the Bills won't get vaxxed.
1: Well, I don't know if it's the Bills, (laughs) but I do know that Old Bean came out after uh, Cole Beasley was one of the faces of this thing, and he said, "Uh, yeah, we will cut an unvaccinated player (laughs) if it's going to affect our team over a vaccinated player or whatever. So now those quotes are coming out, those types of thinking. Buffalo Bills GM would cut unvaccinated player if it means operating like normal. Like, hey, Cole. Everybody else did it. You're the only motherfucker. So I hate it. You've done great work for us. You're going to have to go rap somewhere else, dude. The fuck out of here. We would like to have meetings again. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't like it. Hey, we lo- we're all about your. And that is what Darius Butler was saying was now, I don't want people to think that I'm out here, you know, promoting anything. No, um, no way. The only thing I promote is, hey, you got to do what you got to do. That's okay. right. Okay? I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. No, no. I heard D Butt say a couple times I know the science says this and science says that. I don't even know that. (laughs) I I, I don't even know. I don't know what science says. says. I know there is some contradicting shit that has popped up in my timeline over the last. 17 months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what, I don't dive deep enough. You do what you got. I did mine because it made everybody's life a lot easier. And I believed, okay, this one should help me out maybe. that From what I read, this mm-hmm. should help me out for going forward. This is good. But then obviously there are some people who read into the weeds and especially professional athletes who care about their body so much. Everything that's going in and going out of their body, they start reading, researching. They have their friends research, their doctors research, their their trainers. He said strength coaches, stre- people mm-hmm. that like study the body look into this. Well, it could do this. It could do this. And guys are like, I'm not doing that ever with my body. My body is a goddamn, uh, what's that called? Temple. Temple, temple yeah. that's peop- There's players in a league, a lot of people that are professional athletes that legitimately view their body as a temple but it's also their tool. So I I thought early, whenever the vaccinations came out, I was like, oh, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens in the NFL. It's going to be very fascinating. And then as it's kind of rolled out here, hasn't been a big story. Some teams had low percentages. And then up to yesterday, the NFL goes, bang, we ain't fucking around anymore. You're either doing it or you get the hell out of here. And there's going to be a lot of players that very much care about this passionately. This might be something that some players view as like a necessity to their life mm-hmm. because of how serious they treat their bodies and for whatever reason they have not been sold on the... I'm not going to ever tell those be like, hey, you should... You probably have done more research than I have to feel that way but what the NFL is saying is like, yeah, hey, your whole life is a lot easier. Is that good yeah. for your body too if you do this or... And can you get them to sway or not? I don't know. We're we're running into a... Just like the OTAs thing. We're running into a... And we're running into something here in the next couple of days. Yeah,
3: big-time standstill. And, like, for Cole Beasley, Stand sure. Off, yeah. Stand-off, yeah. Stand-off, yeah. If he gets cut or whatever, it doesn't seem like he's going to go to a different team and get the vaccine then. Like, do you think <laughs> players are just going to retire and just be like, all right, fuck it, I'm done then? Yeah,
1: well, they take the year off? Because they all could have opted out and they got could've. that $350,000. Yeah. They've all missed that, though. But this uh, memo protocol thing didn't come till weeks after Later. that. So it's like, pfft.
3: Well, and even, even then, like, yeah, they take a year off, but is this next year? Are they going to change it, or is it going to be the exact same thing? And to his point of comparing that to
1: 2017, I think what a lot of people outside the locker room didn't fully realize is the guys that maybe didn't kneel during the national anthem, the way they were treated by their friends and their community. And it's like, I think that same thing will happen in this oh, world. Yeah, for sure. Where it's like, oh, you, you let them?
0: Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Huh. Okay. Okay.
1: like that is the type of you gotta remember the type of humans that are in the NFL and make it to the NFL Mm -hmm. that is the type of I mean there's a lot of mavericks that make it and and to be clear whenever the entire world was telling me I have to do something my entire life somebody tells me I have to do something Mm -hmm. there is about a 100% chance I'm not doing it Mm -hmm. you gotta do this you gotta do this I'm probably doing the complete opposite just naturally that my brain is wired that way like oh you gotta do this you gotta do this you gotta do this it's like I'm naturally gonna be like no I'll go do that. I'm not fucking. Sorry. Up. I don't know why everybody thinks this. Is, and that's just, I'm an asshole. That's why I don't really want to have a kid because the kid's going to have that as well and it's going to be a nightmare. But when the entire world was like, there was commercials every single where, you need to do this. I saw some some actor who was really good, thespian, telling me that if I didn't, I was going to kill people or whatever. And I was like, all right, see, I, I'm in it, I'm with it. But now that everybody is telling me to do something, I'm I'm kind of a little bit more resistant. And then as... I started reading about our business and other businesses we potentially do business with. It was like, okay, I'll fucking get (laughs) it. Let's go ahead and do that. But there's people that are going to naturally fight this. Just naturally their brains are wired to fight it because they're being told they have to do something. You have to do something. And they've seen that you don't actually uh, there's been people that have proven that you don't. It's going to be a big fucking deal, though. There's a bunch of people tweeting already, deleting tweets, rewording tweets. Mm-hmm. Na- the narrative of the tweet is, I'm not happy I was forced to take this, so if anything happens later, I mean, this is going to get sloppy.
2: Uh a tweet just came out from Daniel Kaplan. He's a sports business reporter for The Athletic. He said, a vaccinated NFL player who is on COVID reserve will get his per-game bonus if he has one. An unvaccinated player would not get the bonus if he's on.
1: So here's even... Yeah. Jeez. I mean, there's just <laughs> a Another,
3: going.
1: another hook. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sports book going for a lot of reasons. Most of them what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for a partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too if you haven't used it yet. Use it nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show.
0: All right, that's the show. Thank you so much for listening, watching on YouTube, interacting with us on Twitter, all that good stuff. You guys are the best. We know there's a bunch of shit out there that you could be listening to, and we appreciate the fact that you want to spend your time with us. Have the best weekend ever. We'll see you guys on Monday.